Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready and Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. You want to post the message I sent to you? Yes, I'll do that. Hi, this is Rahul. Today is June 18, 2021. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Ready and Newman PC does conduct Zoom conferences every single day. For those people who are in the conference, and if you want to ask any questions, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Ajay? All right. Well, uh, thank you, Ready, uh, Mr. Reddy, for taking my question. And I have come here a couple of weeks back, again, with the same question, uh, modification. Schedule A downgrade EB3, a physical therapist, is still pending with USCIS. And my EB2 date got current for July. What will be your recommendation? File 485 again right now. And should I do anything with my downgrade, pull it back? I will wait. Once you get the receipt notice, you can do that. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. And, uh, um, just news today, one of the downgrade uh, applications for schedule a guardian right for us. Oh, another one. Yeah. Okay. Sorry okay. about that. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that at least I have an opportunity to do no, it. I, I, we have some lawyers reporting with the same arguments we made. They won it. I don't know. Uh, that's surprising. Um, most of the lawyers got denied, but some of them are reporting that they got approved. I don't know. Is it depending on officer? I don't know. But uh, I won't count on it because I don't want you to stay on this one for four years and then you get the denial. We have a, this WhatsApp group of all the physical therapies all across the U.S. And actually, you were right. Some of the PTs are reporting their law, their law firm uh, got approval based on a new application. And there are a few uh, Schedule A based on the amendment. And there are they're like both sides of the argument. Approval I know, I know. Approval. There are people who got approved. There are people who got denied. So it's a coin toss right now for you. Right. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be living my life like that. So waste the money and go for EB2 again. <laughs> yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say that it's waste money. I would say investment. Investment. Okay. All right. I appreciate it. Next person, please. Lisha. Hi, Rahul. Uh... Yes, ma'am. I am in the midst of uh, processing my adjustment of status uh, EAD and AP renewal, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it myself actually. Um, mm-hmm. So without uh, going through lawyer, so I wanted to ask, like, which uh, mailing address do I send this to? I can't remember on top of my mind. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. My legal assistant tells me where to mail. Okay. But uh, but one thing one thing for sure I can say that. EAD in advance for is not that tough of a deal. I don't have the mailing address on top of my mind. I believe it is uh, varies by state and it's either Phoenix or Arizona. I was looking up on USCIS. Yeah. Yeah, that pretty much is good. That's pretty okay. much And can I file for my both spouse and myself together in one yeah, package? Yeah, sure. In one package, you can send it. 
in okay, one all package. The forms together. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you. Next question. An Anand. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, I have an extension filed in February for my H1. This is the first mm -hmm. extension after six-year cap uh, using IA140. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, in early May, I got a call uh, for an administrative site visit. I work in a client place. Mm -hmm. And uh, he said he will send email. And I told I'm working from home because of COVID. And he said he's, uh, that is, he, yeah, he understands. And he sent an email after, in the same week that he will be uh, doing this over telephone and he'll mm -hmm. be calling me over the next week. And I waited for a couple of weeks. I didn't get any call. I sent an email follow-up. He said he's uh, quite busy and he will try to call me uh, the week after. And it has been another two, three weeks and I didn't get any Why call. Why are you worried? Yeah, no, I'm not worried. Just uh, if you just want to check if I have to do any follow-up or I can just leave it. No, wait for, uh, wait for, uh... Make sure you check the junk emails. That's okay. all. Don't follow okay. up anymore. That's okay. his problem, not your problem. Okay. Okay. <laughs> next, pro next person, please. Loki. Hi. Uh, so I'm planning to apply for a H4 EAD this week, but based on the bulletin, our GC priority dates uh, may be around next month, mm -hmm. like Jan 18, 2013 date. So mm -hmm. is it wise to apply both or I should just wait for one of them to work out and like see how does it work? I would out? apply I would apply for both. I'd apply both. Okay. Whichever okay. comes first, I'll take it. Okay. Thank you. Jai. Jay. Jay. Lakshmi Kant. Hey, Rahul. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yesterday I joined, you were asking me to calculate the date. So, I-140 was pending for 161 days. And my son, date of birth plus 21 years plus 161 is 5th of October 2021. And from 1st of July, my date is going to be current. Is my son will be automatically lock or do I need to do anything? Um, is your I-140 approved? Yes. It will be locked on July 1st. You don't have to do anything. Just print out the visa bulletin as a proof that he was under 21 until uh, he was under 21 um, when the priority date become current. So his date of birth certificate, the I-140, the 161 days, and the visa bulletin. That's enough. You don't have to do anything. It's automatically protected. Okay. And uh, another question for myself. My I-140, uh, my 485 is pending more than 180 days. I got my EAD. My son don't receive EAD. Can I change my job? Absolutely, you can. It has nothing to do with your son not receiving any EAD. You can change it. Your son will get an EAD when whenever they are adjudicated, just because you change the job will not create any problem for you or so your son. My son is on F1 and after F1 approved, we filed 485. So he should not he, have any issue, right? Put, put the F1 like this and throw it, shoot it like a football. You don't need F1 right now. <laughs> okay. Next person. Thank you very much. Thank you. Chopra. 
Chopra. Mr. Chopra. Miss Sir, Mr. Chopra. Rajkiran. Rajkiran. Hi, are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. Yes, sir. Yeah, hey Rahul. Um, I have my I-140 approved with EB2 with my previous employer and priority date is August 2014. And my current employer, my perm is approved in April 16th and it, the perm expires October 13th. So right now I'm confused. Should I apply my I-140 in EB3 or wait till how the dates progress till September and apply both I-140 and... ప్రొజెక్షన్ If you look into the number of I-140 approvals in EB-2 and EB-3, EB-2, uh, especially though, um, is very, uh, very, very... Uh, let me check exactly the EB-3 things, okay? Okay. Um, in the past five years though, okay? EB-3... Um, the number of approvals for eb3 was 21219 uh, sorry sorry 200 uh, sorry 191000 but when you go to the eb2 though in the past 5 years there are 406 so the number seems to be very staggeringly way higher um for the eb2 that's the reason why we are thinking about eb3 as a better option eb3 and eb3 and and then here is here is another thing though i'll give you one of the data though uh, let me see uh, gayatri i'm going to uh, send this data i want you to put put this one in the sure rahul in the in the download this data please and gayatri is going to give it to you okay in the next 5 yeah. minutes if you look into it the number of eb3 filings until 2014 people were only filing like 10000 15000 per year while eb2 was about 50000 per year but when you go to 2017 18 19 eb2 is going eb3 is going up the reason is that people realize that oops eb3 is better than eb2 okay so i'll give you that data to you okay okay once but one um, okay once you're done you go ahead yeah the other question was my employer is not comfortable in filing premium he's saying filing premium will cause some issues i don't know but uh, i just want uh, to i don't know that's up to you sir 
then okay. uh, that's up to you. Uh, so I would still file an I one forty for EB three for you. So what is the side effect? Is there any negative if I wait till October and file both I one forty and four eighty five? Yeah, because lawyers are crazy in September. They don't oh. even respond. Lawyers are very crazy in September. Believe me, I was. I was running like a chicken, headless chicken. Next person, please. Okay, thank you. Preeti. Yeah. Hi, Rahul. My name is Prashant. Uh, thanks for taking my question. My priority date is April 2011. Adjustment of status has been filed in October, and I received my EAD and AP already. My family lives in India. Uh, I'd like to file for them through consular processing using follow to join. Wanted to understand if I can interfile I. A24. Yes, you I, should. I can do that. It's You should do that. Okay, and then does the travel ban apply to the EAD or AP? Uh, yes. It does. The travel ban applies. But see, if you have an AP, you can always spend 15 days outside the country and come back into the country. Travel ban is applicable to you. Okay. EAD and AP. Thank you very much. You can't bring them here? I can't right now. They don't have H4. Yike. um yeah i would i would interfile the i24 right now but it doesn't mean that if they come here you can't add them to the 485 application okay mm-hmm. have you submitted medicals not yet good don't submit it okay and and i'm just waiting for that rfp to come in uh, but i'm just uh, i think right now getting an h4 is not uh, it's taking too much time the appointment i know that's the reason i don't want you to submit medical and when the medical rfp comes in use that maximum amount of time to submit the medical and interfiling where does it go it typically it doesn't go to the same place it as... doesn't go it, it 824 is not typically interfiling it's it's a little bit different once you get the receipt notice of the i824 that's when i will interfile it you file the i24 and then do the interfile that's helpful thank you very much and then there is an interfile uh, for the people um, who are um, any any other questions no i'm good so thank you very much next person ne- next um, next person please rajan for the pe- rajan for the people who are waiting for the interfile for medicals we have written an article guys it's there in the website it's not in the web document uh, anymore uh, the link is provided to you in the chat so you can get that one in the chat it's there rajan go ahead hi rahul um thanks for taking my call one quick question so i see there are there are discussions going on class action suit and things like that for the writ of mandamus um are you planning to do anything on that on that in that regard and do you we, see any you, you, do you mean to say um Do so basically there is a there is a delay like uh, if if the september the case is like if the september comes then all this um, eb like all the um, employment visas will go away I, so i know i know what you're saying there are there are many things chicken or egg which is better which is before there are a lot of um, what happened with the 485 is somehow mm-hmm. the district courts of united states have stayed away from the adjudication of the 485 I will okay. tell you a simple example. You know what a diversity visa is? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the diversity visa has to be issued the same year. If it's issued next year, you won't get it. So if you get in the lottery system, you have to get it that year. Otherwise, you are screwed up. Um, when when we had discussion with our partners, litigation partners, though, what what they said was that they failed. they're in the litigation of the diversity so they have no confidence that we are going to get successful in this one that's what they said but it doesn't mean that i think this is a scheme that somebody is trying um, yes. at this point of time 
It doesn't mean that we should not try, but if he gets, it's a class action shoot he's doing. He's doing. Yes. So most yes. probably we are all included in it automatically. So hopefully so he's successful. Okay. So you, you, you are saying that um, kind of your recommendation is go ahead with that, take a chance and see what happens. There is no harm at all. If A lot of people are asking, is there any harm in joining Siskin's uh, class action? Mm -hmm. No, there is no harm. Okay. 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 Ne next yeah. person, please. Thanks. Whether it's going to be successful or not, I, there's a doubt, but uh, it's a was, worth the investment. If he's asking you nominal fees, there's nothing wrong with even contributing to that amount. I would. Next person, it's, please. It's $2,000, I think. Uh, it's $2,000? Yes. That's a lot of money. Uh, I was thinking maybe he's charging $500 or so. Um, you you were telling one time that you were going to do it with uh, Jonathan or someone. I, that's where he refused. Oh, he refused? Yeah, okay. he refused. Uh, Jonathan is, the, Siskin is a lawyer. He's not just a litigation lawyer. He's just an immigration lawyer like me too. Jonathan used to work for our opposite side for a long period of time and he's been working with us right now. So he's, he's okay. the one who did the class action shoot. He's the one who, who does all the uh, litigation for IT companies. Next okay. person, please. Thank you. Is Helen? Is Helen? Chopra? Hi. Yes, sir. Thanks for taking my uh, question, Rahul. I have a simple yes. one. Form I got the RFE from for my pending uh, 485. The G325A requests the occupation for my previous employments. I wanted to understand what that is meant for. The, in the G325, they're asking the employment history from the past five years, your address from the past five years. What does the occupation mean? Does it mean an exact uh, uh, what my title was or a general description of what I used to do? No, there is no space for description in G325. Let me see what exact wording they're using about, you're speaking about. Uh, that's a title. The position title. Position title. So it has to be yeah. word for word with my offer letter. It doesn't have to be word for word. If, for example, what is your title? Tell me what's your title. The one that I'm concerned about says principal full stack engineer. Which speak does in English, not please. have the word software in it. Yes, yeah, speak in English. Okay, so put the software engineer. That's better. Yeah, uh, my offer letter does not say software engineer. That's okay. That's okay. Stuff. But your work is the occupation is software engineer. Right. So I can put okay. manager software engineer and software engineer. Those are okay. That's Fair perfectly right. right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's what I meant to speak in English because we don't understand that. But okay. yeah, next so, yeah, person. Uh, thank you. Sirisha? Yeah. 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 Hi, my priority date is October uh, 2012, EB2. Uh, so now uh, I changed my employer and my labor got approved uh, last month. Uh, now, um, like they're in the process of filing for 140. Uh, they said like they can file only in EB2. And then I requested for why don't you uh, file uh, EB3 in EB3 along with my 485. That's what I requested for. Then they said that, you know, their policy doesn't support, like I need to wait on 140 for one year in order to apply for uh, 485. So is it possible for me 
to file for 485 uh, with uh, some other uh, no. attorney? No. No? No. Okay. okay. So I have to wait for them, right? Right. Yeah. You don't have an option. Okay. okay. Thank you. Make sure nobody joins that company. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big organization. It doesn't matter. If they don't treat them well, why don't Microsoft doesn't have that restriction? Google doesn't have it. Apple doesn't have it. So why but does IBM this season... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that's the reason why IBM once used to be the number one IT company. Look where it is in the number. Uh, thank you. <laughs> okay. That's bad. Next person, please. Ashwin. Hey Rahul, quick question. Uh, so mm -hmm. uh, my priority date is EB3 November 2012, which got current in the recent July visa bulletin. Mm -hmm. And I already got request for medicals, which I sent uh, early this week. So how, how quickly can we expect green and, 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 uh So it got current in July, is right? Correct. Definitely not before June, uh, July 1st, uh, anytime after July 1st. If you got the medical RFE, I mean, that's a champagne time, guys. I mean, you are there. You're almost there. Okay. So there won't be any more questions if it's only for the medicals, right? I mean, do they not really... a not, not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. 99% of the... 95% of the time, you should not have any more RFEs. Okay. Okay. Remember the other gentleman, he had an RFE about G325 and this and that. Yeah, you're not having... You got, you got this one. That means that everything is clean. You should be getting okay. it in July first week. Your officer is good. Next person, please. And one more question. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, so during my submission, I I didn't have my birth certificate, so I submitted the affidavit. So do they ask for it now again, or is it already? No, we are already. Don't do anything the... right. Don't do anything right now, unless they ask for it. Don't send it. Affidavits are mostly enough, though. There sometimes raise questions, but affidavits are mostly enough. Okay. All right. Thanks. Nishikant. Uh, thanks, Rahul, for taking my question. So uh, my priority date is EB2, uh, January 2012. And then uh, my employer is planning to uh, file 485 and 140 together as a downgrade uh, come July because it's a downgrade uh, possibility. So they're going to do that concurrently. How Why didn't you do in October? Uh, so there's, that's where I'm coming to. So EB2, uh, 140 was filed for counselor processing. So it's with NVC. Uh, so now uh, my question is what would happen if I were to just proceed with EB3 downgrade and then uh, my priority date becomes current at NVC as well. Then what, what will happen? Because it, USCIS is taking like a year or so to adjudicate. So it's quite possible that they, that might happen. If you that. keep not responding, they will deny your consular processing. Um, and that's okay. You don't have to worry. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that your I-140 of EB2 is not invalidated, okay? They are not mm -hmm. going to send you to consulates in India. That's all it is. Um, if you don't pay the money, if you don't respond to them, they won't process it. But would it be a good idea to actually respond? And then if we are to get- If, the, if there's a column to withdraw it, yeah. If, once you file the 485 application, if you want to withdraw the uh, NVC thing saying that, and write a letter to them saying that you already- have filed a 485 application in United States, so you're no longer wanting to continue with the NVC process. Actually, my question is the other way around. If I were to proceed with NVC option, and then consulate was somehow magically where to schedule an interview prior to USCIS adjudicating this, don't be a good do idea that. to go for it. Do, 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 don't, filing 485 is much better than going to NVC. Okay, okay, got it. Not a good Thank idea. You. 
Yeah. Next person, please. Ram Reddy. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Mr. Rahul Reddy. Uh, yeah. We filed for the 485 and the EB3 downgrade in October. So what happened is I got a response of rejection saying that uh, the payment amount is incorrect or has not been provided. Please review the form instructions for the fee information. Please resubmit the application package with appropriate fees to the address listed. So all my forms uh, were rejected. I got the reject notification. So my, the question is the lawyer is, the attorney is saying like, he didn't receive the package back yet. So should we wait for the package to come back from USAS or uh, what are the options we have? So you filed in October, he still didn't receive the package back? Yeah, uh, the attorney still says like they didn't get the package back. I mean, I'm just uh, feeling like, are they telling the truth or does it really uh, happen? I doubt, I doubt. Um, is the priority date current for you right now? Uh, my priority date is July 2013. In, so is it in EB2, EB3? Uh, I'm actually on EB2. So we tried for the downgrade of EB3. So what about the I-140? Did they receive the I-140 or, uh, or it's only 485 that got denied? Uh, is it, what about the I-140? Uh, my I-140, uh, I'm not sure. See, the notification says 485 is gone. Uh, then the G, uh, G1450 is gone. Uh, same thing happened for my wife also. But so where is I-140? Did you check with the lawyer? Uh, I didn't ask for it yet. We need to check with your lawyer. At least okay. do the premium processing of that I-140 and your mm -hmm. priority date will be current in August. And if the okay. I-140 is not done, then I, I want you to prepare to file a I-140 and 485 again in August. Though. Most probably it will be current in August. Okay. So July, we'll be touching July 2013 by August, you're saying. For at least that's, that's what it looks like. Okay. Next person, okay. please. And if Thank possible, you. change if possible change a lawyer though. Yeah, I I'll come to you. Yeah, next time. <laughs> we can we can if check with the I one forty. What we are doing right now is, I don't want people to wait until until August or October though. What we are doing okay. is for the October. We we don't take any cases in September. We don't because we are busy with our own cases. So what we are doing right now is for the people whose priority date is going to become current. We, want, we are pre-preparing the application, make it ready. We charge 400 for the main applicant, 200 for each dependent. And the rest of the money will be paid when the priority date becomes current and the filing fees too. So yeah. Yeah. We, we do all these things. And then what, what, what we do is that we prepare it, ready. In October 1st, we file it. Okay. So don't yes, wait. And don't wait because you look into the priority dates. They are going in a pattern which... Charlie told that it's going to go. There's nothing di different what he's telling and what is happening. So he said the filing dates will be the final action, become final action dates. Expect it to be. It's going in the same phase right now. Okay. Sure, sir. Next person. Action point. Thank you. Yeah. Next person, please. Rahul. Rahul. Hi, uh, can you hear me now? Yes, yes. You have a good first okay. and last name, buddy. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, sorry. Uh, I had my priority date as like Jan 15, 2015 in EB3. Mm -hmm. 
but before mm-hmm. that i filed uh, i140 or oh, sorry my previous priority date was like jan 15 or jan of 2013 and i filed it in eb2 but my i140 was denied because i was from a school from for profit it was like a for profit school so for that reason my i140 was denied in one of your previous calls you mentioned that uh, we can all, always uh, retrieve that old i140 or in a sense like old prior to date i don't know the first the first is we need to look into the denials of the i140 to determine if it is worth fighting for it or not mm-hmm. so if i i don't see any reason why if it's a for profit the i140 will be denied h1 will be denied okay so the, the is it for profit in un accredited university or only for profit university uh that part i i think it's only for profit university i think accreditation was there when at what that is, point of time what is the university filed. name what is the university uh, name university of north virginia northern virginia okay if I it's think, uh, yeah it, it, it hmm. may be worth for you if you want to evaluate get the denial make an mm-hmm. appointment with a gentleman by name ryan wick Uh, Gayatri is going to give the name to you with the appointment link and Ryan Vick. He's very good mm-hmm. in our office. Don't make an appointment with me or Emily, okay? This guy does I-140s day in or day, day out. I, I don't know, in his sleep also, he's only, he can only remember I-140s. Okay, okay. And in a usual scenario, like for some reason, if your uh, I-140 is denied and if you have a previous priority date, you can always use it, right? Like, is it with the same companies, same company you're working for right now? uh it was with company a i'm right now with company b uh it was with company a yes but will company a willing to refile your i140 yes i can talk to them and i think okay. they will be okay to do it yeah uh, y- y- your priority date is 2015 so uh january 2015 yeah. right my previous one is like in 2013 of uh, january for like two years right so i was thinking yeah get get get, get an evaluation done by rayan but there are too many risks here you going back to the company when you file an i140 there is an ability to pay that you have to establish from 2012 to right now and you left the company somewhere in 2014 to right now so for all those years they must have profits i we don't know how many other i140s that company is filing then they have to show ability to each and every person so there are definitely a mo- lot of minus points though now if oh. your priority date was not january 2015 though i will still go dig in fight for it if you have this then you speak with rayan to see what are the percentages of chances then you can evaluate though okay. if it is with the same company i'm definitely fighting but if it's not with the same company that's too much of a risk for you actually it is with the same company i moved to company b like only last year uh, and i was with them till june of 2020 and uh, both my okay. eb2 and even 40 and eb3 even 40 are with them aha eb2 was the one that got rejected i got it yeah check check with ryan on that okay I'll take and the next what is the, three yeah, callers. Last question. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Last question. What would be the risk? Would it also risk my H1? And the other thing is, I got my H1 in 2011. And in 2011, there was no lottery. I mean, like, I think I applied in June and, uh, you know, the H1 quota was open till almost like uh, end of the fiscal year and I was able to get Do you mean right to away. say that in 2011, you applied in bachelor's quota or master's quota? that part i don't know uh, we used to i worked with a previous attorney like uh, with whom with, with whom we are not even in contact with 
I think my company even didn't work with him after that. Uh, so that part I don't know. But uh, one of my attorneys, like when when I consulted uh, at a later point of time, they told that uh, since at, it's, uh, in that it's it's, it's, it's not was, it's 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 not whether both quota was open. It's not. It's what box lawyer picked. Did he pick under bachelor's quota or master's quota? That will make a difference. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, you know what? Don't poke anything right now. Don't poke anything. Oh, okay. Okay. Just okay. stay as you are. I don't want to risk my case one either. Yeah, yeah. risk this very good. Next person, please. I'll take the next two Thank to three callers. Two, three callers, guys. Parish. Hello, Rahul sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes. Hello. So my situation is I was in company A, and my priority date is May fourth, two thousand ten, sir. and i moved to company b and they started my perm process and everything again and my perm got approved on may 12th and they filed the perm everything for me and my wife 485 and 140 in premium process so 140 got approved and i also same day may 27 they sent that document and same day uscis generated a receipt and everything for me and my wife and june 4th they generated a biometric notice and our biometric is june 23rd mm-hmm. so now question is i am losing job on october 31st uh, okay when did you when did you said you oh october 31st october 31st and oh, our long time yeah so uh, when, did fi- when, when did you file the 485 application you said so 485 140 everything in premium process eb2 uh, right. filed on may 27 and they wait, generated this yeah wait, wait wait june july august september october damn yeah it's 5 months it's not when they generated it's when the application has been received by uscis that counts yeah so actually october 31st i uh, it is still a 20 days less than 180 days sir. in case if i will not get a uh, Uh, like my green card or anything <laughs> what is my option means i am losing for 20 days uh, can you not extend the job by 20 days i'm ju- i'm trying my best but uh, it is actually company wise uh, uh, organization change and everyone Damn, you you missed the boat in 2012 because of four days yes, now you i would i would request you to consult me somewhere in uh, in sep- August though. Okay. Okay. If you don't August. get the green card, that will be at that time. Yeah, okay. but it looks like a USCIS doing a somehow fast for us. So twenty. It's it's it's, it's yeah. there's a good yeah. chance you'll get the green card by that time. Yeah, and that's the reason I said everything, August. including a four eighty medical, including medical, medicals. Yeah, yeah got and it. And the day they receive the uh, packet, the same day they generate. I got it. I got. It. Yeah. Consult <laughs> me in August if you still don't receive the green card by that time. Okay, sir. Yeah, because I am just worried. Sure, sure. Next person, please. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Shilpa. Uh, hi, Rahul Reddy. I'm uh, Shilpa. Um, sure. My question uh, is: um, I'm on H four, no EAD, nothing. My husband is working with a company who hasn't uh, sponsored uh, a green card, or they haven't started anything. But now um, his company has sent us. Here to Canada. I'm in Canada right now, and I'm applying for uh, PR and all that here. But uh, here they're asking me for recent five years work experience. 
uh, I do have work experience, but it was for a freelance and startup companies like friends in India have uh, done some work and they are, they have like startup companies and they're like, okay, you're anyways free. Why don't you help us and all that? So I did work, but I cannot prove that work with pay statements because they didn't pay me as such. Uh, there was some little bit of personal help uh, to my dad's account or something like that, but no okay, payment you have to as get such. To the point. I you have to get to the and you have to that. get to the question. What is the reason why you're telling me all this story? My question is: Is it valid to be working? I mean, if I ask them to give me uh, offer letter or experience, you didn't letter, finish the question. You didn't finish the will, question. Will, that, will those experience letters be valid? Because I'm, I was in US on H4. So having experience letters or working in another So your country, main question, one, one second. Your question is, can you show experience while in US on H4? Is that your question? Yes, but my experience no, is in India. No, ma'am, you can't. We call as a rule of but. Where your but sits is the rule comes in. So if you're sitting in United States, you cannot work, period. In any Even country. Any doesn't, we, we, it's, it's rule of but. You're sitting here. Okay? So you, you, you cannot work here. When you log into Mars, you know Mars is right? The planet Mars. That doesn't mean that you're working in Mars. We don't recognize that. The law of Canada, the law of India, the law of United States does not recognize the cyberspace. We only recognize the rule of but. That's the only thing we recognize. So you cannot work. So if I'm in US, I should be working in US or not. And because okay. I was on H4. No, 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 no. no. You, you got my work. point. You, you got my point wrong, ma'am. If you have a work permit in USA, okay, you can work in Mars also. You can work in Moon also. You can work in India also. If you don't have a work permit in USA, you are sitting in USA. You cannot work, period. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. I'll be the Thank last you. caller today. Shakti. Uh, hi. Um, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Um, sure. So actually, I applied for EAD for my wife. And uh, this was the first time we applied. And it got rejected, uh, saying that your fees was uh, inappropriate, like incorrect amount. And uh, what happened is they returned all the form. They also said that it has attached my fees, my money order, but it has all the form, but I don't see the money order in, the, in my uh, written documents. So is there anything I can do about it? You mean to say the money order has been, it, 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 the money order is not written? Yeah, it's not written. Money order is not written. Damn. <laughs> did you put the name of the department out there? Yes, actually I did. Uh, I'm thinking if they stole it. <laughs> Anyways, now actually my second question is Rahul. Um, now I want to reapply it. Now reapply. I re yeah, I want to reapply. Can I? I can reapply, right? Yeah, absolutely, you can. And they have this green document sent, so you can uh, you can ignore it. You can ignore that. I don't have to put it in the again in the supporting. No, you don't have to put it in there. Okay. Okay. And anything else I have to mention that, that I'm reapplying or anything like that, or just like, a no, fresh... no, 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 just fresh application. Just fresh application. Okay. Yeah. What we do reapplication is let's say, for example, we file a 485 application and we get it back because of any deficiency, for example, then we have to say that we have reapplied because 
the priority date went back is right in the ead everything remains the same thing okay 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 so there's no need for you to prove that you filed before okay 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 thank you guys for coming the next conference call will be on monday don't forget that we do have a tv show um uh, at on sunday at 3 pm central time sunday now thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day